0: initiating startup
1: sequence
2: you are now plugged in hey guys thank you for tuning in to episode 211 of the plug and play podcast i'm your host zach and alongside me as always is tim
3: welcome minions to my favorite time of the year
2: would that be podcast time
3: that too, but I love October. Oh, okay. Crisp fall air, the leaves changing color. Demons. Murder. Mayhem.
2: Blood, guts, gore. Yeah.
3: We're celebrating. Uh, What are we drinking? With a a beer called Elysian Dark Knife. It's got really cool art. Um, It's like twin blades with eyes in it. Nice. They're like stabbing a pumpkin. It's pretty epic. Um, It's describing itself here as, This season we took a stab at Pumpkin Schwartz beer. Brewed with pale Munich roasted barley and a smattering of dark malts, German northern brewer and South hops give it a little edge. Pumpkin entrails, cinnamon and ginger smooth over the crime scene. Pour carefully. Dark knife is unfiltered and may contain sediment. All right. So uh, I shouldn't
2: have shaken it before I did that again. I always make that fucking mistake.
3: Why do you shake it?
2: I don't know. Shake a beer, dude. Uh,
3: it's 4.3 ABV. I don't know how much. It's probably not gonna be that bitter. So, so cheers. cheers our pumpkin spice beers
2: that's really good
3: it's good it's, it's really not, smooth it's not as uh, there's the spice at the end but i was afraid they'd no it's good
2: i mean i can't taste the spice but i'll, I'll take your word for it
3: yeah we'll get into that in yeah
2: so tim what are you good up to this week man
3: oh uh, i've been getting over my cold sweet yeah I... that's good I can't remember if I mentioned on the podcast I couldn't hear out of one ear. Yeah, actually, how's your ear? I, it's fine now. I actually had to go to the doctor and get steroids and antibiotics.
2: Steroids make you aggressive.
3: It did, um, but I didn't hurt anyone. Um,
2: Much to my dismay.
3: Yeah. So I'm feeling better. Um, finally got that Saturday night date with the wife. We nice. Went, what did you out. guys do? We, just, we went to several places. One place was just too full. Um, she was kind of tired. I ended up working a really short shift, so I got home at like eight. At um, At night? Yeah, on a Saturday. Okay. And so like it was pretty busy at the first Was this
2: a Saturday that you picked up? Yeah. Okay, so you're you you were not doing your normal job. You're being busboy, right?
3: I was uh working in a subordinate capacity, yes. It, okay. was, it weirded everybody out. Um so They're I got like home.
2: Tim, Tim, you're my bitch. Tim, you're my bitch.
3: No, no one no one does that. Everybody's
2: like, so uh No. Uh Tim, uh their their food's ready.
3: I uh, at one point brought six pizzas at the same time to one.
2: Holy dinner. shit. Now Question How long mm-hmm. ago was it that you actually that was your full time position in a restaurant? Like, how long ago was that?
3: Oh, you mean a like supportive position?
2: Yeah, I mean, this this would have been like probably like 15 years ago, maybe or more, yeah,
3: something like that. Yeah, a long time. So,
2: th- how was it going back to that? Was it's it fine. like, what the fuck?
3: No, it's fine. Okay, I mean, it's all about your mindset, right? You can do anything,
2: I guess that's true. Yeah, and it's only a one time sort of deal. Yeah, so,
3: it's literally the first time I've done anything like that. There, so it did weird everybody out.
2: No, shit kind of weirded me out that you're doing it again. Not even, I wasn't even there to witness Somebody
3: it. had tickets to a Timbers game. Um, oh, which, right. Which is a big deal. Somebody
2: who covered a PAX for you, right?
3: Nope. Just a friend. Oh, okay. Um, I thought um, it was she, a PAX She game. is a... No, she's in a different job category than me. There's no way she could cover me.
2: Oh, that's a good point.
3: Yeah. No, I just, yeah she
2: can't go up. She can only go down.
3: Do you want to rephrase that? So yep, I was I, do, help- actually. I was trying to help her out. I did help her out. She enjoyed the game. I guess it was a zero scoring game. Damn. Because at the second bar we went to, um, which was Northwest Silicon Gold. Nice. They had the game on and it was zero zero the whole time. Like a non-scoring game.
2: Going to a Timbers game is huge around here. Usually, like, I think the whole entire place is sold out by season ticket holders, basically.
3: Yeah. And that's how she, she it's not actually her tickets. It's like her parents had agreed that these games, she could have their season tickets. Because nice. they were doing other things this is like one of the three times she could go and she didn't want to miss it so, sweet
1: well, I'm yeah. glad she had fun
3: she did so I had fun too though uh, we went to the first bar didn't work out we went to North Looking gold and I was hungry because I hadn't eaten at work even. Did you get a pretzel I didn't I got God a waffle sandwich
2: how was it I- it was all right yeah
3: um the wife got a pretzel she liked it a lot
2: yeah I like the pretzels there a lot they're soft
3: they are I had the one
2: bite. thing that they're missing though is like the the cheese at least they
3: got the sauce
2: oh they got some like really good like hand ground uh mustard. So, fucking good.
3: So yeah. Had a good time watching the game a little bit. Just I don't care about the game, but just yeah. knowing that she was there watching it was kinda cool. That's awesome. And had my food, so I felt better. Um good time with the wife. No hangry. No more hangry. And then we went to our little, local dive bar, the Chinese uh the Chinese murder place? Yep. Sweet. And uh yeah, we had some stiff drinks there for like three or four dollars. They're so cheap.
2: I gotta take the wife there sometime. You keep telling me it's so fucking cheap there.
3: It's yeah, I mean it's and the best people watching that nice. you can imagine. Okay. Like she made a friend that was on the other side of her. And like we had got... just sit up at the bar? Yeah. And okay. she had like a selfie with him and everything and yeah, he had, nice. had some of his teeth still and it was a good time. Karaoke was epic.
2: Blonde hair, by the way, by chance?
3: I can't remember. Maybe Dirty Blonde. Okay,
2: yeah. I yeah. might know the guy.
3: That's funny if you yeah. do. He's think... he seemed totally nice.
2: Yeah. Do you know his name?
3: Uh yeah, I won't put it, it out here. Was right. it Tim? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Wrong side. I was on the No, left side.
2: no. The person I know that goes there all the time is named Tim.
3: Yeah, I mean, you could tell this is a place where regulars come all yeah. the time. It was The her karaoke was uh, varying degrees of... Um, Failure? It was soulful. Okay. It's from the heart. Nice. Um. It was a good a time. A bad heart, but yeah. It was a good time.
2: Good. I'm and glad you guys had fun. We dated. Where'd you guys go after that? Home. Bed. Wait, I thought you guys went to the underground place.
3: No, that's a different time. Oh, okay. Never mind. That was actually last night, I think. Um, just really quick, while between um, dropping off a kid to something, we checked out oh, that underground bar. Cool, um, which was was fun. Um, hopefully you'll be able to see it next week. I'm hoping
2: us. so. I think I can.
3: I'm just gonna go without. Are you, you gonna go? I'm still on the fence about going tomorrow because it's it's going ongoing. I can't week. go tomorrow. That's fine, but yeah. it still would happen the next week. Yeah, too. I know. It's just they're doing episode. a viewing party of some ghost show in this Ghost underground. Hunters, Ghost Hunters,
2: or Ghost Adventures. I can't remember.
3: I can't either, but it's this underground bar that has kind of a, sort of a speakeasy vibe and they do lots of bourbon cocktails, a lot of really good craft cocktails. So
2: your wife's going to go no matter what?
3: Uh, yeah. Um, and I think Megan's going to join us too.
2: Sweet. Are you, but you're going to go the following Saturday?
3: The following Saturday, yes. Okay. This tomorrow is the one I haven't decided because it'll probably just be me. Gotcha. That's kind of lame.
2: Yeah. I have to go to a bachelor party, so.
3: Uh, Oh, okay.
2: We'll talk about that here in a minute. All right. It's not like a normal bachelor party
3: i don't know if there's such a thing other than the stereotypical stripper clip thing yeah it's not that um so halloween's hit our house my daughter like it put- like just walked up and was just like no BAM! My, my daughter demanded it she's like i want halloween and she's like well go get the box out of the garage so she did nice she started putting stuff up everywhere that's she, cool so our living is full of skulls and i love it yeah it's pretty- i want
2: to get lawn ornaments they're like creepy as fuck but my wife's like i don't think we can do that you
3: just need to do it
2: it's a lot of money the ones i want are a lot of money
3: well, I mean, things could happen. Yep. Um, I also got back to the gym thanks to my cold going away. I went three times this week. Pretty proud Woo-woo. of myself. Um, everybody even noticed. Hey, you've been here a lot this week. I'm like, yeah. I broke two records, so now have a 195 pound clean, which is 10 pounds up from what I did.
2: Wait, wait. Broke records for yourself or broke records for a gym? Oh, just myself. Oh, okay, there's, okay. There's
3: people way stronger than me there. I was like, holy shit, the gym records. The only re- no, 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 no. I'm only going to brag about personal records. Okay, all if right. You, if you're comparing yourself to other people, you're 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 failing. Like, out of the gate. That's not about that. It's about your personal goals. Um, So, I was very happy with that. I did kind of sprain a groin muscle. Because we did, we did these... Uh... My
2: dick is out of commission.
3: No, just when I step weird, it kind of hurts. So, we did these uh series of five 200-meter uh, sprints. I don't usually sprint. I jog. I am a slow, slow mover. But I threw everything at it. And I kept to the upper middle of the pack. Which, for a lumbering huge guy like me, is pretty good. But I paid for it. Nice. Yeah. So groin hurts ow that's about it that's what i went up to sweet spraying the groin karaoke sweet pumpkins
2: cool i got a new tech talk for us and i'm not gonna say anything more than that right now yeah we'll hear about later um i've been fucking sick as hell this week yes
3: you have i you were like almost dead to the world was no, the day before not yesterday
2: yeah not yesterday day before i was like dead to the world that sucked so like i went to work the day before like kind of had like a runny nose it was like kind of like just kind of dripping, like, wiping my nose, like, on a tissue every once in a while. And I was like, this is weird. This kind of sucks. So, I took some Airborne, drank a shitload of orange juice, and, uh, took some zinc. And I was like, ah, well, I'll be good in the morning. I woke up, and I was like, didn't feel any worse, but no better. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. So, I went to work, and, like, right around lunchtime, like, my skin just started to hurt. And it was like, every time I moved any piece of, like, my bone, my bones would hurt. My skin started hurting. Started sneezing a lot. And, uh... Like my voice wasn't like really changing at at all, and then like right after lunch, like my voice just got like super freaking deep and like congested, and like I could like barely talk, and like my throat started hurting. So then I drove home, and I don't really remember driving home. That's great. Um, I think I was more focusing on just like not crashing.
3: Yeah, that's good. I it, guess.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, and then it just went downhill. Like.
3: You passed out several times, and you have a hard time going to sleep.
2: Yeah. Like, I don't nap at all, and it was, like, to the point where, like, like I was, like, my clothes were drenched in sweat, and, like, I kept taking my temperature, and, like, I didn't have a temperature, and I was, like, th- how the fuck do you sweat when you don't have a goddamn temperature?
3: And Your body's, like, get this out of me.
2: Yeah. And so that whole entire night, I basically, like, shivered, sweated to death, and didn't get any sleep. I, like, I... Even last night, I really didn't get any sleep. I haven't, I've been going on, like, three days now of, like, no sleep. And it's uh, it's weird. I got the same thing last year. My wife got it this year before me. And last year, she didn't get it at all. And last year was, like, just as bad. But my son was younger. So, like, she needed me to help her out with stuff more. And I was like, I just can't fucking do it. Yeah. Like, I, I just can't. Like, I can't fucking move. Like, that night, that was really bad. I, like, tried walking up the stairs to, like, Read him a book, and like almost fell down, like down the fucking stairs, like holding on to the handrail, like pulling myself up, like just like lost my balance, like out of nowhere, and uh, so like after I got on the bed, and everything, I made my way back downstairs. Um, my wife was like, so I want to apologize for last year when I thought you were being a little bitch, and I was like, yeah, it fucking sucks, and she's like, yeah, I've never felt anything like that in my life, and like I was just fortunate enough to get it two years in a row. Hopefully this is all I get this year. Last year I didn't get anything else throughout the whole entire rest of the year. But fuck man, this is bad.
3: It was so, terrible. Sounds pretty bad when your skin, your bones hurt.
2: Yeah. So, um I did that. I lived through that. Um, and then now I'm just trying to hurry up and mend myself because a buddy that I've known since I was like five is getting married, so it's his bachelor party tomorrow night. Okay. And I haven't really like stayed in communication really well with him, but uh
3: so, are you a groomsman or anything? Or? No.
2: Uh, I was asked. Uh, this is actually his second engagement. Okay. And uh, I was asked the very first one to be his best man. And I was going to do that one. And he kind of, like, roundabout asked me to do it this time. And, like, we had not really like, been super close. But, like, you know, like we were, like, best friends, like, brothers growing up. And uh, I kind of was just like, dude, like, you're really close with your actual biological brother. Like, why don't you just do that and he was like yeah i just didn't want to like make you feel like i didn't want you to be my best man i was like no it's fine like i realize you he only has like one place in his wedding his wife is only having one one bridesmaid or okay yeah um, whatever so it's a small small ordeal um so he was like i just wanted to make sure you knew you had the offer to be up there i was like no like it's fine like that's your biological brother like i don't expect to so um apparently tomorrow I'm trying to get details, actually, as of right now, because I don't have a meeting place or anything like that. His, I've never met his actual biological brother, because it's like, a half-brother um, or step-brother. And his brother was, like, already, like, 28 when we were, like, six. So, yeah, huge age differences. Like, he's, like, the youngest by, like, 23 years or something. That's a gap. Yeah. And uh, so... I'm trying to get details, because I don't know his brother at all, and there's only like a face random Facebook invite, um, but apparently the details for it so far is we're going to find a random place in Portland that has really good food and go there, mm-hmm. um, head over to the Multnomah Whiskey Library for a drink, um, and then we're going to go to Uptown Billiards. Cool. So hope, hope you have a good time. Yeah. You um,
3: should probably figure out your food thing, though.
2: Yeah. So, well, I want to know where the hell we're meeting first. Um, I mean, I can meet them at Multnomah Whiskey Library I guess but I would kind of like to eat something first
3: yeah you probably should so
2: um, yeah so that's what I've been doing and what I've been planning um, other than work I mean I actually like called out sick for a day and a half this week which is super unnormal for me
3: yeah you you don't do that very often no so
2: um, yeah Um, you want to talk some news yeah let's get into some news <laughs> Tim, you got logged out of Facebook, bro.
3: I did, and you didn't.
2: I did not. So does that mean I wasn't hacked, or does it just mean like they were just like, ah, fuck it?
3: Um, can you fix I removed the second link. Not this one. Yep. Um, so some of you might have got logged out of Facebook, and you, you hear about these security breaches all the time, and you may not think much of it, but this one matters. Like This is actually important. This is a big deal. So people use Facebook to log into other things a lot. Um, which generates tokens. Um, it's a system used by third-party platforms like Spotify or um, Yeah, I a mean, Kickstarter, places, for example. Yeah. And it, it just it, it's a shortcut. So a token is like a unique string of letters and numbers that can be used to automatically log you into other apps and websites, so you don't have to keep entering a password. Unfortunately, from a security standpoint, using Facebook or any other social media app to log into other services is not that smart, according to Dana Simberkoff, uh, Chief Risk Privacy and Information Security Officer for the... Enterprise security firm, Avpoint. It's easy and convenient, but when you use shortcuts, there can be consequences. You should not use one app to log into the other because one of those systems compromised. Everything else you interacted with can be as well. And that's what happened. Um, so they were whoever these hackers were were able to break into Facebook and take all these tokens for 90 million users. Or, they're throwing out two numbers. They're saying 50 million and then they're saying 90 million. So there's 50 million they know of for sure and there's 90 million maybe. So, you might be like, oh, I don't care if people can log into Facebook and change my avatar to a dick. Yeah, That's whatever. dick Avatar. But maybe you care more if people log into, I don't know, Steam, Spotify, start messing around Steam? with stuff. Steam? Why would so- they do that? Maybe not Steam. That was a bad example. But, damn, um, why you-
2: would they, they fucking miss Steam?
3: Or start bidding on shitty Kickstarters for me. Oh, uh, God that, damn it! no would, thanks. That would piss me off. So... You can change your password to Facebook, but these tokens have already been taken. Um, it's really not clear like at the point where the hackers had this, they had complete access to your Facebook account, including those tokens. So they it's not really sure they're not really sure what they did with that, that time period before Facebook cracked down.
2: Gotta fucking love that, man.
3: So all that information was brought to you from The Guardian. Um if you were affected, you should really check into it.
2: Yeah. Can you go on to the next one? I'm still trying to figure out how to undo that thing you did.
3: That's all good. Uh so Randy Pitchford, do you know who that is?
2: Sounds super fucking familiar. He's like
3: the CEO of uh, Gearbox. Okay. So he's a co founder and chief executive. Um he is a victim of a grifter, a con man. Um so John Wright Martin, um thirty three years old, is was a personal assistant for them and now he can he can't be found. Um he had access to their personal um I'll just we can just spitball it. He had access to their personal, um, like American Express card or whatever, for incidental expenses, and he racked up like three, three million in charges. Oh shit! Like his wife was going to try to start like a, a cafe or something, and went and discovered like all that money they thought they had in that account was just gone. Whoa! And apparently he's screwed over lots of other people too, but um, these are this is the one you know victim that we would recognize. So yeah, uh, if you're hiring someone and giving them access to your cards, like. Maybe check them out. I don't know. It's just kind of a weird story. So the next story affects people, a lot of people, financially, actually. So Elon Musk is leaving Tesla, and it's because of a tweet he did um, a while back that the SEC was not particularly thrilled about. Um, he tweeted. Do you remember back when he like went on some talk show and smoke pot or something? He went on a talk show and smoke pot? Yeah. Like, I do not remember it this. It, it was like a radio show. Like, oh shit. Yeah, he did it on, I don't know if it was like visual or audio, but yeah, he was token up. Weird. Peop- so yeah, he he went on like a, a couple days later and just like joke tweeted, like, I'm going to go make Tesla private for $420. The funds are there. No, it was a joke.
2: I do remember him like making stupid jokes about like, what it is he going to do with Tesla? It was a stupid
3: joke, but the, S- the Securities Exchange Commission has no humor about that kind of thing. No, they... Because they, if you if you announce something like that that can infect investors, like that as a CEO, you're responsible for that information. Yeah, and so, like you
2: you you can't joke around with stuff like this. No. People's livelihoods a are on the line because a lot of these like people that invest in this type of shit, this
3: is all they do. So Tesla's gonna pay twenty million dollars to settle claims. Um, that's forty million in penalties. Uh, to be distributed to harmed investors under court-approved process, the SEC said in a press release. And then uh, he's going to leave Tesla. Now he kind of does this, as you pointed out. He started oh, PayPal. God. He left it. He started. Well, he
2: didn't start PayPal. He started a company called. Uh, let me actually look this up because I actually want to go over a couple of these things.
3: It became PayPal, though, right?
2: No, it, it's a very weird situation here. I actually. But he, he
3: always has a pet project. He, he does. He, he did whatever that was. Then he went to Tesla. Then he went from Tesla to SpaceX. Yeah, I think he's still involved with SpaceX, but I'm not sure. I'm not positive. Now he's in that boring pro- company, and he wants to do the hyper whatever it's called the basically the super subways. Yeah, so that's his latest pet project.
2: He was the founder uh, and lead CEO of SpaceX, um, Tesla, co-founder and CEO of Neuralink, founder of the uh, Boring Company, co-founder of Zip Two, and he was the founder of X.com um which xcom
3: it's that video game i can never remember
2: xcom x.com which later acquired and became paypal so um but he always and even when he left paypal it was uh he leaves underneath bad circumstances yeah and it's always bad circumstances that he is asked to leave or forced to leave in more decent ways to say it
3: yeah well I guess we'll have subways now instead of electric cars. I don't know.
2: Yeah. You know, the whole Tesla thing, I People are
3: taking a long time to get their cars, their Model 3s or whatever.
2: I know three people that have ordered the Model 3s, and one of them has finally gotten it. And the way that he's described acquiring this is that everything has to be finalized in the state of California. Because that's the only state that will allow the sales of Tesla's. So all the paperwork has to be done through a middleman sent to California, notarized, sent back. And he said that basically none of the chains in the, or none of the links in the chain communicate with each other until the very last minute when it's dire to have it done. And one of the contracts you sign is that you are available 24 seven to continue the moving forward of your setup. And he said for him, luckily the times that he had to do it, it was like him and his wife for the four years that they've done the down payment on this car. Um, they had already like jumped a bunch of steps with finance financing and all this other type of shit. Um, and so they were golden, but even when it came to the day that they said, all right, your car's going to be delivered in Houston on so-and-so date, um, and then that week came, your car is going to be here on Wednesday at four thirty. 30, come and get it by five. And like, he had to be there by five Wednesday comes and goes and it's not fucking there.
3: I feel better and better about canceling my flamethrower.
2: Yeah. It, it's just fucking crazy how he runs Tesla, how Tesla is so wildly successful is dumbfounding to me. Maybe they didn't have these issues with production on the other ones mm-hmm. but this newest one is just dumbfounding that people are still doing this. I mean he loves the car don't get me wrong. He says it's amazing but holy shit there's a lot of hoops you gotta jump through. Yep. In years you gotta wait. That sucks. So anyways
3: you wanna do some tech talk? Yeah. I mean we're kind of already doing it but let's talk some more tech. Yeah, I never
2: Alright, so last year I built a new PC, and I got the 27-inch uh, G-Sync Dell monitor, and the one thing that was missing is a second monitor for uh, working on and streaming on and stuff like that. So, finally this week, I saw a pretty good deal. Um, it's not a screaming deal or anything like that. I guess the price just dropped down the $199. Um, it was at like $250 when I bought it. Um, But it's a Asus 24-inch LED FHD FreeSync monitor, which I know FreeSync and G-Sync do not play together, but it's the only monitor in this price range that's 1080p that also does portrait mode, which means that instead of your standard landscape, the monitor actually turns portrait mode, meaning up and down, um, so that you can run, like, basically a really super tall screen, um... And for the price point, this is the cheapest monitor that I could find that had that ability. <clears throat> so I got it for $181, um, which was like a $60 drop, $70 drop. Now it's like a $11 drop or something like that. But uh, I got it from Best Buy. Super happy with it. The FreeSync doesn't mess with anything. It just basically, like, if I were to game on it, which I could because it's a gaming monitor, um, it would still have screen tearing mm-hmm. if, uh, if the frame rates got too high. If you limited the frame rates in the computer, like the sixty or something like that, it'd be fine. Just like my other one,
3: but you're uh, not doing that. That's your. But accessory- I'm not. It's your accessory screen where you see we would see comments while you're streaming. Comments.
2: Um, I can see my like right now how I have it set up is like Google is open up on the top. I can see myself streaming, and then I have the comments open below, and everything's being run in a windowless border, so I can actually hop over there and type in a response. Um, so yeah, it's really nice. I really like it. Uh, it's a beautiful display. And it was super easy to set up. So, the only, only issue with it is it has two HDMI HDMI outs and no DisplayPort outs, which is odd to me. Well. But, for the price point, I couldn't beat it. Do so. you like how it looks? Yeah. I think it looks nice with the other one right next to it.
3: So no, I mean how how the display actually... Things looked on it.
2: Oh, yeah. No, it's uh taking some getting used to because... You have to think, like, everything is, like, super tall now. Um, I mean, everything is in the correct ratio, so nothing looks pixelated. But uh, you have a more up and down view instead of a left to right view, which takes a little bit of getting used to. So there's some scrolling right if you're actually using it for, like, writing or something like that or for research. Um, But as for, like, streaming purposes, like what I mainly paid for it for, um, it works beautifully. Cool. So...
3: Well, let's take a break uh, refill our tasty treat or treats sounds uh, we'll good decide about that come back and we'll do some kickstarters
2: alright we'll be right back guys And we are back. Tasty Treats on Hand, brought to us by Kickstarter. Tim, right. what are we drinking?
3: We are drinking some cold brew coffee. Um, I don't know how many episodes back I mentioned. A while ago. It was quite a bit, but I got um in the mail um, my Kickstarter. It's uh, basically a glass jar with a spigot and a uh, filter in the middle of it. Pour your beans in, pour your water in, put it in the fridge, forget about it for 12 to 24 hours, and pour delicious cold brew. Sweet. So cheers. Cheers. Um, I used for this, the San Francisco blend at Costco, uh, nothing too fancy. It's like 17 bucks for the three pounds, like a ton, Jeez. Of, ton of coffee.
2: So how many, how much goes into making this?
3: Uh, about a cup and a half. of Damn. Cup.
2: So that's going to last you a while.
3: Oh yeah. If, if that's all I do with it. Yeah. Um, Shit, cool. got it, I got it in the freezer to try to keep it fresh and I'm, I'm grinding it as needed. Um, and it turned out really well and it's super, <coughs> super easy,
2: super smooth, super tasty. I need to get one now. Damn
3: it. <laughs> There's other... I've actually seen like three other Kickstarters with cold brew systems. Really? I mean, cold brew is pretty freaking simple. You need co- Oh, it's so simple. You need a container with a... um With a spigot. Well, a spigot's ideal just to make it easier, but what you need is a, a container and a filter inside of it. That's all you need. Like, you could literally make your own out of a mason jar and a sock. You could do that. That's how simple cold brewing is.
2: I'm going to make the redneck cold brew.
3: You could, could, like, you could go to... I'll
2: wash my sock first.
3: Actually, that'd be kind of a cool video challenge, like <laughs> the Redneck Dollar Store cold brew system. Oh, we should do that. I mean, they make those lemonade things. Oh, yes, they do. And all you have to do is you literally have to throw, like, a, a filter in there, and that's it.
2: Oh, my God, I'm so doing this.
3: I, there's nothing stopping you. It's 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 easier, honestly, brewing coffee this way than it is any other way. And once you have it brewed, you can totally take it out. You can heat it up in the microwave for like a minute and a half. Seems about right for me. Huh. And it's a smooth cup of coffee. Huh. It's, because of the way it extracts the oils, it's a lot less harsher than when you um use, uh, especially a drip coffee or a percolator. Those make a pretty harsh cup of coffee. If you use that weird system that I talked about a long time ago, the yeah. Aero- AeroPress, yeah. it gets a little bit smoother. Um, Not but,
2: this smooth, though.
3: No, no. Cold brewing really brings out the smoothness. All right, you want to kick it? Let's hop by some new Kickstarters.
2: You forgot to say, let's kick it.
3: You said, do you want to kick it?
2: I said, yeah. It's not official say-
3: until I say, okay, let's kick it. Happy now? Yep. All
2: right. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'm going to eat your brains. No! I mean, my a lot of serial killers have done it, and welcome to October. Yeah, there you so, go. Um, brains, the zombie card game for all ages. I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it. I actually looked at this last week, too.
3: Cool. And we're loading.
2: What the fuck?
3: I don't know. It's your internet. <laughs> Cannot find brains. <laughs> The br- Bra- my brains. brains are missing. Brain's loading.
2: My brain... Uh-oh, I think I broke my phone.
3: I think you might have. What the hell?
2: I don't know. It's going to be
3: a problem. We need some video coming up here. <laughs> it's not any better, dude. We've got an awesome like spinning loading screen. Can't show you because it's a podcast, but it's spinning.
1: Well, fuck.
3: Maybe you'll have to describe it. <laughs> I hope mine load. Dang.
2: Well, shit. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, a graveyard building game for two to five zombies. The standalone sequel to the hit game Scuttle and Ninjutsu. Um, They are looking for... I guess I should describe the Kickstarter. God damn it. It's a uh, quick and chaotic card game suitable for uh, zombies as young as eight. The latest Treasure Hunter series, which includes the hit game Scuttle and Ninjutsu, which I just said. Any of the games in the series can be played separately or shuffled together for Pirate Ninja Zombie Mayhem. The game takes 5-10 to minutes to play, and each game is totally different. The premise of the game, guys, is uh, when you discard a card from your hand or your collection it moves to the top of the graveyard, cards at the top of your graveyard can interact with the game in a few different ways, Uh, either from the coffin card to the tombstone card to the guitar card. Which is odd.
3: Guitars from the grave.
2: Guitars from the grave. I'm gonna try playing it again. Come on, kick. I'm the rules girl,
0: and this is Brains. I clicked on the game replace. of graveyard building for Thanks, two Rose, to five players. In Brains, you command an army of undead, and will use your that. zombies to beat your opponents to the treasure. That's my weekend. The goal of the game is to win, and you win by being the first to reach twenty-one or more points at the start Black of your jack. turn. Oh, wait. Players start the game with a hand of cards and must use them to both gain advantage over their opponents and to add treasure cards to their collection. Treasure cards have point (laughs) values, and some grant you special abilities while in your collection, like Blowtorch, which is worth two extra points for each card in your graveyard. Some cards or actions can cause you to discard or bring cards to your graveyard. Cards with this symbol activate their effect as soon as they enter the graveyard, while cards with this symbol grant you an ongoing effect, so long as it's at the top of your graveyard. On your turn, you may either draw, play an action, play a treasure, or bury. To draw, take two cards from the deck and add them to your hand. If the deck is empty, all players move the bottom card from their graveyards into the pit, then shuffle the pit to form a new deck. To play an action, play any card with this symbol. Take the action on the card and place it into the pit. Treasure cards can be played face-up into your collection. If you don't want to draw or play cards, bury the top card from the deck and place it face-up into your graveyard. It's now the player to your left's turn. As soon as you have 21 points or more in your collection, announce... BRAINS! Brains. If you still have 21 or more points by the start of your next turn, you win the game. But beware, if you drop below 21 points before your next turn, the game continues. If you're playing with 5 players, the goal is to reach 17 points instead of 21. Ready to play? Give each player a gravestone. If you own other games in the Treasure Hunter series,
2: my you dog's can loot cards
0: from Scuttle or Ninjutsu as well. Shuffle the deck and Hopefully deal no four uh, cards to each player. You. Then deal one card face-up to each player's gravestone. The player who most recently we ate, ate goes first.
3: That would suck. That would suck. <laughs> I had to throw my curl brew in, Officer. Well, she stopped barking, so...
2: All right, guys. Uh, they're looking for $3,000. Currently at 16334 568 backers. Uh, twelve days ago, one dollars gets you a uh, get across the project updates and pledge manager. Uh, fifteen gets you a Zombie Lord to get a copy of Brains, the promo pack, the Burial expansion, and all unlock stretch goals. Granddaddy of them all is forty nine U S dollars. The complete Treasure Hunter gets you project updates, Brains, Burial expansion, promo pack, Treasure Hunter expansion pack, Ninjitsu, Sabotage expansion, Scuttle the Curse of the Blackjack, and Scurvy.
3: No one wants scurvy.
2: I mean, 51 backers. I can see my son playing this game. Your son would love this game. Um, Tim, what do you got for us?
3: All right, I'm going to go a little bit longer on this one because I'm excited about it.
2: Okay, yeah, so just keep talking for a few minutes.
3: <laughs> All right. Um. So, this is Immortal Macabre, a horror anthology feature film. A terrifying cinematic event that will scare you, shock you, and make your skin crawl. No BS, not for the faint of heart. So I'm excited about this not only because it's horror, it's a horror anthology. I love a bunch of short horror um, horror story, stuff stories put together. Like Creep shows, was um, a, a movie that had a big effect on sounds. me. Yeah, that was he's checking out your front door. Yep. Um, so also the director and writer is from Portland, Oregon, which oh, I, cool. I always love to support cool projects that are local. So I'm excited about that. Um, so they are asking for fifty thousand dollars. Currently twelve thousand five hundred twenty-three. Pretty much like, I think that's what, yeah, they're almost exactly 25%. Um, That's a problem. So I'm going to go ahead and let the director talk about his project, the main video.
4: That was scary, huh? (laughs) That was just an excerpt from my film, Immortal Macabre, as you can see on my T-shirt. The kernel of this film popped into my head during a horror genres class at Loyola Marymount University, where I received my master's degree in film production. I'd written a short story called Bed Bugs that's about a skin rash that turns into pus-filled bumps that get progressively worse until cockroach-like... Beetle bugs hatch out of the main character's skin. No! But that's not the only story. Carlotta is about a serial child murderer, and Revenge of the Zombie is about a marital affair that goes badly for all parties involved. What a surprise, right? So I I wrote a couple drafts of the script and I tied the stories together with The Cursed House and The Nightmares of the main character. The cool thing about this anthology is that all the stories stand on their own, but they're intrinsically tied together and made stronger as one film. It's the pulp fiction of anthology horror. Hi Leslie, have you been sitting here the whole time? The whole time. But it really is the pulp fiction of anthology horror. It's the type of film you're gonna watch plenty of times because every time you're gonna catch something new, and Danny has packed this thing full of all the things I love horror. Mystery, Too bad suspense, I
3: don't watch vehicle, movies. Gore, You're going to watch this one with me, fucker. God
4: damn it. It's psychological and divine It's all about stuff For so the most part, like. horror is considered a yeah, genre. Yeah, movies But for me, I, don't I don't understand know. John I mean, there's Carpenter's a, a wife fang, Right there's next to The two Godfather two is one of the greatest films ever made. Fear of Death is a universal human characteristic. And Child horror murder. allows that, us to face it. To laugh at the absurdity of it. To i accept it. We're well prepared to go into pre-production. We've got a full shot list, a script breakdown, a schedule, and a budget, plus an incredibly talented cast and crew, including the Italian composer Adriano Aponte. As well as my oldest friend, visual effects supervisor Neil Taylor, whose work has appeared in Laika's Box Trolls, Kubo and the Two Strings, and the upcoming Missing Link. But the most important person in this whole process
0: is you. you! We want we'll you use guys like to be G. G. part Abrams. of our film. We're
4: hoping that Maybe you love horror it. just as much as we do, and that not only do you want to see the finished film, but you want to see how we make it, too. That's why we're offering so many levels of rewards. Like this dope ass shirt. We've come up with a budget that will allow us to accomplish the effects you get the as well ass ass as the shirt? world that this film is set we'll in. About in We'd minute. like to humbly ask you to help us make this <laughs> film, because you're our family, you're our friends, your cinema loving comrades. So please support this project as much as you can. And let's make something incredible together. Share our Kickstarter page. Like us on Facebook. Do some Twitter shit. Follow us on Instagram. Friend us on Myspace. Summon us on your Ouija board. Thank you so much for supporting Independent Cinema. Take care. You're the best. You guys rock. Thank you.
3: Alright. So um I'll go through some of the backing levels. I do have quite a lot, as they said. Uh, $10 gets you a shout out, uh, $20 gets you an HD download of the film, $25 gets you a score plus a screenplay plus a HD download, $50 gets your names and credits plus 31 days of horror, which is a curated list that they will come up with with 31 horror films, kind of like, these, we think these are cool, you should watch them. Um, I'm going to scoot up to the higher levels because there's quite a few of them. Um, VHS is immortal plus a creepy voicemail. You get an exclusive um, immortal macabre VHS with a variant cover. Plus, you'll get a creepy voicemail, for, um, so that's awesome. So, associate producer credit, and I actually know someone who's backed at this level. I'm, I'm not going to claim credit for it. It wasn't me. Um, associate producer credit, you'll- Is will, this
2: the movie dude that we both know?
3: Quite possibly. It has five backers at this level. For $200, uh, associate producer credit, you'll join an incredible team of associate producers. You'll be in the credits of the finished film. You'll be listed on IMDb as an associate producer.
2: That's cool. That
3: is kind of cool. Um, plus there's a premiere and after party, um, put on your classiest threads for the premiere of the disturbing finished film, mortal macabre. You'll get to meet the cast and crew at the official premiere, see the film on the big screen before anyone else does have a few drinks at the after party travel and accommodations not included.
2: Where's um, it? Where's it held at?
3: Um, doesn't say here and I don't, Damn. I don't know. Um, $250 gets you, um, actual bug, bug prop used in the film. Nice. Crew t-shirt, um, a bunch of other stuff from the previous levels moving up to the very top level. Um, executive producer and rap party VIP. There is one packer at this level. Holy shit. Which is awesome. Okay. You are the immortal VP. VIP. Executive producer credit the feature film. You name me in the credits. Finish film and listen on IMDb. Visit the set and spend the day or night, depending on the shoot, with the cast and crew. Attend the wrap up party and you will be the VIP premiere. So you get a limo ride to the premiere. Um, food and brews provided and you get like all the swag. There's like a. I'll go through the swag you get. Um. 31 days of horror email subscription, limitation, Blu-ray DVD, all the digital downloads, crew t-shirt, vinyl press and CD of the scores, published signed script book, full signed poster, data disc, limited right of the premiere, the park, pretty epic, uh, level. Um, so I wanted to mention like, as we publish this, I think it'll be the, the last one or two days left of his special, okay. special promotion, mm-hmm. um, to make sure, go ahead and check him out on Facebook, which I believe, um, well, I'll tell you how to get there. He will tell you how to get there in a second. Um, so the the promotion. Sorry, I'm explaining this poorly. If you subs- if you back right now, you'll be entered into a drawing for a special edition of the thing, and the Creep Show like okay. on, on Blu-ray, just as an added bonus. Sweet. Um, and what I was referring to is, I actually got to interview the writer director, and he will also explain the do
2: those on the thing.
3: Yeah, that's cool. Um, so I've sent you a link. Sweet. You want let's do it. Go ahead and hear our interview, and at the very end, he will explain the promotion way better than I just did. All right. Hi, we're with uh, Danny Gosser from the Immortal Macabre uh, Film Project, and we are really excited about this. Um, I have a deep love of horror movies, and especially horror anthologies. Um, I have a vivid childhood memory of Creepshow, and I am super excited about this project, but I'd like to hear more about it from you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. What's the inspiration for you um, for making a horror anthology instead of a single horror story?
1: I, I'm also a, a huge fan of creep show. I saw it when I was probably around 12 years old I and mean, they watched it every Halloween. I had the idea of uh, multiple directors making a bunch of different shorts because I'd written the first short called Bed Bugs which is about a character who develops a skin disease that ends up being bugs hatching out of his skin and eating him alive. And that was a short I wrote for a, a horror genres class at graduate school is my last, my last class that I needed to get my master's degree in film production. And it just basically rhizomed out from from that bed bug story. In
3: your Kickstarter video, you kind of go over the other um, shorts or some of them. So you're saying that those others would be by other writers, directors?
1: No, no, it's not. I eventually wrote the entire script. So there are three stories but they're they're tied together intrinsically by, it would be a wraparound story, but all, all of the stories are the wraparound. So that's kind of why my producer called it the Pulp Fiction of Anthology Horror. Mm-hmm. It's not a typical anthology where you've got, like, say, Body Bags by John Carpenter. Right. Or Tales from the Crypt or The Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. It's very much one film with three films that are made stronger as one film. Awesome.
3: Would you mind uh, briefly going over the other two? or
1: Yeah. So, Revenge of the Zombie is essentially a marital affair that goes super badly. <laughs> and um, we've got a character coming back from the dead to seek revenge. And then Carlotta is about a serial child murderer. <laughs> and it, it ended up being kind of a... Uh, big bad wolf story okay. and i di- i didn't even uh little red Riding Hood, basically i didn't i didn't really even intend it that way, but that's exactly what it is carlotta's enticing this this girl into her home mm-hmm. and pretending to be s- like you know good and then when I looked at it objectively probably a few months later i just i just realized I was kind of tapping into Grimm's fairy tales cool.
3: so cool. Well, I am yeah. very excited about this project. Um, as I'm interviewing you, or 17 days to go. It'll be a little less than that when we post this interview with our podcast. But I I challenge everyone to at least go look at Kickstarter page, Immortal Macabre. I love horror. I love this time of year. I love the creepy feelings it gives me. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm really genuinely excited about your project. So thank you for, right taking, the, thank you for taking the time to uh, talk to us. And good luck with your Kickstarter.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, it's immortalmacab.com. and uh, real quick before we go, we're running a, a sweepstakes right now. Yeah, where anyone who contributes this week, you get entered into a sweepstakes to win a unreleased Blu-ray copy of Creepshow and The Thing, both from Shout Factory, and they're completely loaded with, with uh, special features.
3: And anyone who's listened to the Plug and Play podcast for any length of time knows that I have high regard for both those films, so the fact that you have such an excellent taste in sweepstakes... <laughs> Um, makes me confident in your film direction. So. Yeah, they're classics, thanks. Nice. Okay, they really are. Thanks again.
1: Thanks a lot, take care.
3: All right, as you just heard, you can check it out um, even more um, on immortalmacab.com, which will redirect you right to the Facebook page, or not the Facebook, sorry, Kickstarter. the Kickstarter page. I'm getting all my social media mixed up. Um, really cool project, check it out. What's your next Kickstarter?
2: It's called The Nothing. That's all I'm going to say.
3: You got nothing to say about
2: it? Uh, I got... I should probably turn that down. Yeah, I got nothing to say about it. Apparently neither do they.
5: The Nothing is an open-world cyberpunk role-playing game set in a dystopian Los Angeles for all current-gen consoles, PC, Linux, and even Nintendo Switch. The game follows our main character, Dresden, who attempts to save his mother from a rare cancer, but after being deported from his utopian residence, Dresden makes a deal with the Pixel Mega Corporation who promises to pay for all of his mother's medical care and return him to the Utopia. Dresden must now infiltrate organized crime syndicates in order to protect the Utopian way of life. He seeks the help of an infamous hacker group but unexpectedly learns the truth of who he is and what he was really born to do. The game concept and story is dark, gritty, and intended for mature audiences. We'll have multiple weapons in the game, everything from pistols to shotguns, sniper rifles, The focus is less on weapons and more on the cybernetic enhancements that your character possesses within his body. You have multiple vehicles that you have access to, including flying cars, semi-trucks, drones you can pilot, as well as an electric motorcycle that you can build throughout the game. You, the player, can use raw parts and blueprints to craft a variety of items in which you can use to break into safes, doors, computers, or anything you need to help you along your quest. You can interact with any NPC in the game, and the decisions that you make in conversations will change to any one of 12 current endings. You will also be able to play the game completely non-lethal.
2: If you don't know who I am, I started my career in the 90s doing uh, shows like Power Rangers, X-Men, Dragon Ball Z. I've listened to a lot of other game soundtracks, but I'm trying to go in a much darker, more
1: distorted territory. I'm Ron Wasserman, and I'm doing the music for the game, nothing.
2: You got the name wrong
3: the famous director you don't know, correct him. I just didn't. are
5: well, your dick. We've been developing this game for two years and we're at the point where we need your help to finish it. Without Kickstarter we won't be able to finish this game. So then no. nothing will be
1: nothing.
3: What do you think?
2: I mean it looks cool.
3: Looks like a little bit of Blade Runner, a little bit of Matrix, a little bit of Deus Ex.
2: A little bit of Not My Style, but looks fun.
3: It looks cool, man.
2: I mean, maybe I could have like Grand Theft Auto hookers in space. You
3: could have like Robo Hookers, maybe. Robo
2: right? Hookers! So, like this says, open world, third world, third person, true RPG with an involved in dark story, 12 possible endings, flying cars, crafting, and exploration, and probably explosions. $5 gets you in game rewards. Um, which gets you wallpaper pack, PC, Mac, mobile, in-game reward of twenty-five hundred credits, but you still gotta buy the game. Uh, ten dollars get to the unlock backer only missions, vinyl sticker cut wallpaper pack, in-game twenty-five hundred credits, digital reward, unlock backer only missions in-game. Still, still no game. Uh, twenty dollars. Original sound game soundtrack, $29, gets the uh, Player's Edition, which is a digital copy of The Nothing, not nothing, The Nothing, on PC, Windows, or Linux.
3: So, you have to actually pay more for the console version, I think.
2: We're going up. We're going up, up, up. Digital copy. We're going up some more. Hold on. Man, you can't rush this shit. I can rush you uh your platform of choice 60 us dollars it gets you two additional kickstarter only exclusive missions player edition silver physical copy pc xbox ps4 or switch in-game rewards 20,000 credits the granddaddy of them all keep scrolling 10,000 us dollars product placement package what would cyberpunk corporations be doing if they didn't have products Get your product in-game with your own storefront and possibly have the player even be able to interact with it. We will design your product in 3D, build it up to be interactive, place it in or around the game, and it will become a part of the world forever. Corporate business backers can pledge as many of these packages as they choose. Gamers live stream Twitch screenshot, discuss and share games for years and years. In-game advertising can be effective, low cost, and powerful for an extended period of time. Um, and that is an unlimited number.
3: Yeah. You can have like a times <laughs> square of ads. All right. So one of the thing that distresses me is you don't watch movies.
2: Uh, no, movies are stupid.
3: Okay. This is literally my only hope to get you to watch movies. Movies are dumb, Tim. Horror movies that are like my only, like my last resort. So got porn in it. It's horror, dude. You like love, horror you love... porn? Uh, no. Okay. So the eighties when I grew up was, I considered to be the golden age of horror. And this is a documentary about that. It's called In Search of Darkness, the Definitive 80s Horror Doc. So, just play the video. Like, you guys listening won't get the full effect, but there's still a lot of great sound effects. I want Zach, <laughs> I want Zach to see what he's been missing.
2: That's a really shitty TV, Tim. This is like the... They're making out to him. I'd rather be doing that than watching this. You said this. you wanted sex. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather be doing that than watching this.
3: The following has been rated R restricted by the Motion Picture Industries rating system. That's Showtime cool. recommends that children under
1: 17 view this picture only in the company of an adult. Be afraid. Be very afraid.
3: What the hell are we dealing with?
1: Evil. We have such sights to show you. The thing, my favorite.
3: He knows what scares you. It has from the very beginning.
1: It's a minion. Big... Sometimes, that is better. Show me. I have
5: come here to chew bubble gum
2: and kick ass. I mean, I'll watch that movie. Let's see.
3: That's My where the quote name came from.
2: Is I
1: don't know what the hell's in there. But it's weird and pissed off. Whatever it is. <laughs> no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. That's in your seatbelt! You looking for me? Chucky! Not anymore. Reanimator. The thing about living in Santa Carla, I never could summon. All the damn vampires.
3: Definitive '80s horror documentary is here.
1: Look, them to do. <laughs> Jesus. Finger licking good.
3: I wish you, you guys okay? could see all these images. It's epic. There's blood flying the everywhere. At <laughs>
0: <screen>. Wolfman's got <coughs> Take Kick him right in the
2: ball.
1: <laughs> You're so cool, Neverland. Brewster. Your suffering will be legendary, even in hell.
3: So much blood.
2: I realize you must have gone through hell. Gone, bitch. We still here. Every time I try to laugh, I cough. It's not good.
3: So much gore happening right now, guys.
5: Swallow this. It's
1: time to join the club. How do you?
3: All right, guys, you need to head over to Kickstarter, if for nothing else, to watch this epic trailer. <laughs> um, this is probably one of the best trailers I've seen. That was a really good trailer. Uh, In Search of Darkness, the definitive 80s horror doc.
2: I feel like I don't need to watch any of those movies. I just watched them. Okay. All the best parts.
3: But wouldn't you possibly want to at least watch that documentary and get like a taste of all the things you missed? I mean, that's probably true. I think you would at least enjoy this documentary. Probably. And that way you could condense and not have to watch all those movies. Thank God. Then you would know what the hell I was talking about. That's when, I, true. when I said Pinhead or Pumpkin, whatever. So they're looking for $32,487 to get rid pounds. They're currently 22787 with 30 days to go. They're on track to get there with 333 backers. Um, 10 pounds or 13 US gets you special thanks on social media. Um, first level where you actually get the film is 26 US. You get to watch it online, but I don't think you get to download it. Lame. Digital download. Stream
2: it. Is- Downloaded then.
3: Sure. Uh, digital download is the Cujo level at thirty-three. Um, Bundlefly is you get a DVD for forty-six, um, and the digital. And I'm uh, gonna sc- scroll up. There's a ton of different levels. Killer Clown is the highest level at four thousand five hundred and forty-nine US. Killer Clown is um, all of the above, plus executive producer credit. Ah, oh, shit. Get Blu ray, soundtrack, postcard, signed poster, soundtrack, tickets for the premiere screening in London and LA, a t shirt, a digital download, and Search and doctor's poster. All right, that's our Kickstarter for this week. There's some good ones. I, I really encourage you to check them out. Um, what have we been playing this week, Zach?
2: Um, can we go to. Yeah, hold on one second. All right. Apparently, the Bachelor Party not until next weekend. I can't read the date.
3: Well, you're a dumbass.
2: Yep, exactly. Uh, this week, guys, I've been playing uh the sick cold NBA 2K16, okay, 19, whatever fucked year it is. Um, I've been playing Descender some more, and I fired up The Sims 4 for a little bit.
3: Torture some Sims. Yep,
2: tried to. Cool. Sims 4 like took away like I gotta install Sims 3 because Sims 4 is like you can't kill anybody, Meh. If you stick them in a house and you start on fire, you take out all the doors, they just disappear.
3: Awesome. Well, I've been playing a little more on Time Spinners. Um, okay. it's, it's in the Vita docked right next to my bed, so nice. I can pick it up and play for like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, until I get sleepy. I've um, played some more pilot sports, and you could actually read my review of it up on the TheButtonSmasher.com. If you like pilot wings, this is pretty much pilot wings, just not made by Nintendo.
2: Nice.
3: It's really good. Um, it's good by yourself. It's good with friends. Um, my son likes playing with me. Sweet. We like to go after the metal. He likes, instead of racing against me, he likes going after metals, like we just pass off the controller. Nice. Like the single player mode. And then I picked up today Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I want you to click the video and just tell me what you see. So, is this Mario Odyssey? No, this is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Dick! Well, what? Dick and
2: Balls! This is a statue of David, isn't it? No, it's a Zeus. Is it uh, Zeus? Yeah, it's the Oh, I just saw the dick and balls.
3: It's the biggest god in Olympus, and I'm climbing up the statue of Zeus. Yeah, so I
2: guess you're you're climbing up his dick. I
1: should probably not climb on this.
2: You're hanging off of his balls.
3: Yes, I am. What?
2: He's got some sort of gonorrhea or something coming up underneath there. Something's gross. Probably moss.
3: <laughs> it's a giant statue. I climbed it. He climbed I, his dick. I hung off of Zeus' dick. I'm done playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm going to return it now. Really? Uh, yeah, I deleted it off my hard drive.
2: Did you buy this game just no, to No, no, Oh, you red boxed it. Okay, just hang off the dick.
3: Yeah, Zeus's dick.
2: Wow, alright, cool.
3: So, uh, more games are coming out this week. What are they?
2: Uh, Assassin's Creed, Uh, Dick Odyssey for <laughs> PC, PS4, Xbox One, Astro Bot Rescue Mission VR, PS4, First, or nope, <laughs> nope, not first, First, nope, <laughs> God damn it, Fist of the North Star, Lost Usually Paradise. Have with the Japanese
3: name. Yep. This is like totally
2: Forza Horizon Four, PC, Xbox One, Mega Man Eleven, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Hato Box, Vita.
3: Holy shit, a Vita release.
2: Yep. Uh, Ratchet Fury, Table Tennis, VR, PS4, Valshirian, Arc?
3: I'd say Valthirian because there's no S in there, but okay. sure.
2: Hero School Story, PS4 Switch, Gnomes Garden, Xbox One, Animated Jigsaw, Japanese Women's Switch, what the fuck? Freaky Awesome, PS4, again, what the, Animated Jigsaws, Japanese, what the fuck?
3: I checked it out. It's literally a jigsaw puzzle, um, but the image moves, and it's just random Japanese women. That's weird and stupid. It's kind of creepy, honestly.
2: Uh, Fruitakia Switch. Mm -hmm. Fruitakia 2. Hot Gimmick Cosplaying Zhang.
3: What the fuck is going on with Switch this week? Switch.
2: Johto Moro Hero of the Universe Switch. Johnny Turbo Arcade Heavy Burger Switch. (laughs) Kenmo Friends Picross Switch. Party Crashers PS4 Switch, Revenant Dogma Switch, Six Sides of the World Switch, Soul Blight Switch, Splash Blast Panic Switch, The Midnight Sanctuary PS4 Switch, Trouser Heart Switch, Vertical Drop Heroes HD Switch, OOO Ascension Switch, Assassin's Creed Odyssey PC, PS4, Xbox One, Super Mario Party Switch, WWE 2K19 Collector's and deluxe edition
3: ps4 xbox one you're thinking of picking up mario party aren't you i'm thinking about i might go but grab you it. have to get more toy cons so that sucks
2: yeah so i might go do that right now but we'll see there's also there's also a dick
3: yep i'm so that made me so happy i literally just played that part and then uninstalled it that's just ridiculous
2: yeah all right so uh next week guys don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show twitter and instagram at plug and play gamer youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer and until next week don't forget to prime and shine
3: fuck little whiny entitled nazis <laughs> I know what you're going
4: to do.